Great communicators know how to get someone's attention, to command a room, captivate an audience. Hi, I'm Candy O'Terry, and I hope that you will come to think of me as your very own personal communications coach, your speaker coach. I've spent my entire career behind a microphone as a broadcaster, and you know what that means? That means that I'm in a room all by myself talking to people I can't see, and I have to somehow reach through the radio and make them believe what I'm saying, engage them, entertain them, make them want to hear more. I'm also a master interviewer of my voiceover talent, a singer, a lifelong singer, and a podcaster. The number one goal of this podcast series is all about you. I'm here to help you transform your speaking voice. I want to help you learn how to be heard. So let's start where I start with every coaching client. Question, do you like your speaking voice? Most people say no. They think it's too high. They think it's too low. They think it's squeaky. They think it's breathy. They think it's raspy. They think it's boring. And as a speaker and a communications coach, honestly, I really have heard it all from just about anybody from any walk of life. And the good news is you can change the tone of your voice and the way you deliver the words you are saying so that you are a better communicator. Your voice is an instrument. And I'm going to help you play it just a little bit better. You just need to break some old habits and learn some valuable new ones. Do you think you can do that? The only time we learn as adults is when we go outside of our comfort zone. You know, if you're just going to stay in your little square and say to yourself, you know, I know what I know and I can't be changed, then this podcast is not going to work for you. But if you're willing to try some new things and some new skills, I promise we can improve that voice in no time. So what we're going to focus on in this very first episode of The Speaker Coach is your voice quality and how to improve it immediately. But before we get started, it's important for you to do a couple things for me, okay? The first thing is, I'd like you to get yourself a nice big glass of water. And please don't make it cold water. So lesson number one, cold water is very bad for your voice because it sort of shocks your vocal cords, and that's not what we want. So just, you know, room temperature is always best. And number two, find yourself a quiet place where you will not feel self-conscious because I'm going to ask you to do some pretty goofy things in front of the mirror. And number three, yeah, you're going to need a mirror, and it's best if it's a wall mirror, but a hand mirror is going to do just fine. And then finally, what I'm going to ask for is your undivided attention. So please don't multitask while you're listening to this podcast. Give this work we are doing your undivided attention because that's what coaching requires. I can give you a sports analogy. Here it is. I'm throwing, you're catching, so you need to keep your eye on the ball, okay? Are you ready? All right. Sit yourself down and take a nice big sip of water. And as you do, I want you to close your eyes and just feel that water go all the way down your throat. Feel it as it goes over your vocal cords and it goes all the way down to your stomach. Good. Now put your water down and I want you to focus on sitting up nice and straight in your chair. Keep your eyes closed so you can focus on what I'm telling you. Put your shoulders back and lift your chin up just a little bit. Good. Now take a nice big breath 
from your belly, which means I want you to put your hand on your belly button, if you would, please. Take a nice big breath through your nose, and you'll see that your belly's going to go out, right? Now let the air out through your mouth. Purse your lips just like you would if you were blowing up a balloon, okay? Take a nice big inhale through your nose. Your belly goes out. Keep your hand on your belly. Good. Let's do it again. Big breath. Shoulders back. Let the air go all the way out until there's not even a little trickle of that air left. Good. This is called belly breathing. And guess what? Breathing properly is the number one step when it comes to improving the quality of your speaking voice. When we fill our lungs up with oxygen, it's like putting gas in the tank of your car. The more gas you have, the further your engine will go. Okay? It's really very simple. The same is true for air and how we take it into our bodies. The more air we take in, the longer we can speak and the better we sound. Oxygen feeds your voice. And here's something really interesting. When we sleep, we're supposed to sleep on our backs. That's, I guess, the most healthy way to sleep because it's the best way to breathe, right? So when you sleep on your back, you are belly breathing naturally. But when we stand up, we screw the whole thing up and we start taking our breath by rising and lowering our shoulders. Think about it like when you go to the doctor and you're sitting on the table and you're having your yearly exam and the doctor has the stethoscope on your back and the doctor says, take a breath. What's the first thing you do? You take your breath and you rise your shoulders up. Guess what? Wrong way to breathe. So that's the first bad habit that I'd like you to change, okay? We're in that new zone where you got to learn something new. So I want you to stop breathing from your shoulders and start breathing from your belly because that's where the power comes from. And that's where the oxygen comes from. And you'll get much more vocal quality doing that, okay? So the other thing to know is that when we breathe properly, not from our shoulders, but from our bellies, we get much more air into our lungs. And it's like our lungs get more real estate. If our shoulders are back and we're breathing freely like that, our lungs are able to expand and contract more freely. In fact, when we breathe from our shoulders, we get about 30% less oxygen in our lungs. Belly breathing is also a life skill. So if you belly breathe for two minutes with your eyes closed, focusing on your breath as it goes in and out, you will automatically lower your cortisol, which is a stress hormone, and you will raise your endorphins, which is your happy hormone. So I always suggest to my clients, if you're ever going to speak in public, do two minutes of belly breathing. And automatically, when you hit that stage, you will have a sense of peacefulness. If you are really stressing out about a family situation, a work situation, two minutes of belly breathing will have you thinking more clearly, and you'll be less combative when it comes time to have some sort of a uncomfortable conversation with somebody. And why did I tell you to sit up straight? Well, because your posture affects 
how much oxygen you take in. So again, if your shoulders are back and you're sitting up or standing up straight, your lungs get more real estate. The more air you get, the better you sound. And by the way, if you have always been told that you sound nasal, you know, you talk like this, or that you mumble, you know, you're kind of hard to understand, the quickest way to change the sound of your voice is to open your mouth about 10% more. And what that does is it opens up the airway and it improves the voice quality and your ability to be understood a whole lot better. If you do, though, have a deviated septum, you've got a nose issue, this will only be a little bit of a fix for you. You'll sound a little bit better, but not completely. So go ahead now and take another sip of water for me, because we're about to do our very first vocal exercise together. This is about breath control. Stand up straight, shoulders back, your chin is up. Let's practice one belly breath. In through your nose, your belly expands. Out your mouth. Good. We're going to do this together, and this time we're going to count to 15 slowly on that one breath. So take a nice big breath. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. How'd you do? Did you have any breath left? <laughs> Most people will tell me when they first start doing this, they only make it up to about 10 or 11. Okay. And that's all right. You're just getting started with breathing properly. Let's do it again and see if 15 feels better. Ready? Nice big breath in through your nose and your belly goes out. Put your hand on your abdomen. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I had lots left. How are you doing? Are you still there? Are you still with me? Good. Let's see if we can get up to 20 this time, okay? Stand up straight again. Get those shoulders back so that your lungs come with full capacity. Take a nice big breath. Don't let your shoulders go up. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Very good. How are you doing? Now, let's see if we can recite something on one breath. I thought, what can I do that everyone knows? So I picked the Pledge of Allegiance. I hope that's okay with you. And if you are listening in another country, do your own pledge, all right? So we're going to take that one breath. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I had some breath left. How about you? Now let's add another layer to the coaching experience in this very first episode. I want you to recite the Pledge of Allegiance like you mean every word of it. On that one breath, I'll go first, and I want you to listen to how I vary my cadence or my rate of speed. So listen to how I emphasize certain words 
to get my point across. And remember this, whenever you are reciting something or reading a script or anything like that, you know, it really is a performance. A lot of people say to me, you know, I'm not in this to be a performer. And I have news for you. If you are going to be on a stage with a microphone or you're going to stand at a podium and you're going to give a speech, abracadabra, you are a performer. And my goal as your speaker coach is to bring the best out in you so that the audience is captivated and entertained. So if you're giving the Pledge of Allegiance, who is your audience and why should they care? That's the number one question we ask in voiceover work. Who is your audience? Well, it's probably fellow Americans. And if it's not fellow Americans, maybe it's people who want to be Americans. Maybe it's people who are just being sworn in as new Americans, okay? So you want to be inspiring. What are some other words? You want to be powerful. You want to be serious. This is not funny, right? The intention is it's a solemn promise to be a good American, correct? Okay, so that's going to be my quote-unquote vocal tone. That's my delivery when I do it this time. So I'm going to think about what I'm talking about. Ready? I'm going to take my nice big breath. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. What did I do there? So many different things, right? I varied my rate of speed. I emphasized certain words. And I hope that I made you believe what I was saying. So I'm going to pause here for a moment and let you try the Pledge of Allegiance. I want you to look in the mirror and watch your facial expressions because your body can help you express those words with more passion and power. So take your nice big breath in three, two, and one, go. How did you do? What did you see in that mirror? Did your facial expressions match your delivery of the Pledge of Allegiance? Were you memorable? Did you sound like you meant what you said? Were you believable? Were you interesting to listen to? Guess what? That's what we call vocal variety. The best way to describe vocal variety is to use it kind of like a cooking analogy. How would your favorite chicken soup taste if you didn't add salt to it? How would your chili taste if it didn't have any spices in it? Pretty bland and boring, right? Well, vocal variety is the opposite of being monotone. Monotone is when our words are all on the same note. Vocal variety is when we vary our cadence and we think about what the words we are saying mean. And before you know it, people are entertained by us. It's a way of adding spice to your vocal delivery. Here's an example. I like you. I like you. Do you know what I did? First time I said I like you, I was monotone, right? I like you. I was on the same note. 
Second time I did it, I like you. I smiled. And when we smile, our entire facial expression changes, and so does the tone of our voice. Smiling is a secret weapon, and we're going to talk more about it in our next episode. Now, I'd like you to try it. First, try I like you being monotone. So look in the mirror. Give me I like you monotone. Good. Now give me I like you and smile like you mean it. Look at the difference. Do you see the difference? Suddenly, I believe you. The most effective communicators use their bodies and their voices to express themselves. And like I said, we're going to do a little bit more on that in our next episode of The Speaker Coach. So how are you doing? How are you feeling about all of this? I hope you know that in this first episode, you've learned an awful lot. You have learned that your voice is an instrument, I hope, and that you need to take good care of it. I also, though, want to leave you with a few thoughts. It's very important that you become self-aware because it is with self-awareness that we are finally able to learn new skills. We have to be able to see ourselves doing it wrong in order to do it correctly. So whenever you have a chance to practice in front of a mirror, do that. Because the mirror doesn't lie. When I do my one-on-one coaching, I always use a video camera because it helps my client see themselves like the world sees them. So again, make sure you've got a mirror and you're watching yourself. And by the way, if you've got your cell phone, you know, put it on a little stand and videotape yourself doing these exercises because it will help you learn faster if you can see the mistakes that you're making. Does that make sense to you? So I'd like you to tune in to how you're breathing. Practice that belly breathing that I taught you and feel free to go to my website. It's candioterry.com slash the speaker coach. And there you can download a handy one sheet on breathing. Remember, your voice is an instrument and you need to take care of it. So just drink a whole lot of water. I mean, you can't go wrong with drinking a lot of water, but again, not cold water. And sipping some nice lemon tea is always good for your voice as well. Stand up straight. Sit up straight. Keep your chin up. Open your mouth about 10% more. Why do I say that? Because if you're a little nasal or if you mumble, opening your mouth will make you easier to understand and it will also give you more vocal power. Start using some vocal variety as you express yourself, okay? And by the way, don't feel self-conscious about that. You know, being an interesting person to talk to and listen to is a good thing. It takes a little getting used to, and people might be like, what's different about her? But trust me, this is going to add to your overall presence as a human being to be a better communicator. So what we did in this first episode is we poured the foundation for your public speaking skill set. And you're on your way, I think, to becoming a better speaker. If you liked this very first episode, hit that subscribe button. Please tell your friends and leave a review if you wouldn't mind. You can reach me anytime, candy at candioterry.com. I can't wait to dive into how your body language and your vocal ability combine together 
to make you a better communicator. We're going to do that in our second episode. So remember, no matter how you sound, I can make you sound better. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.